Welcome into the Siouxland Sports Insider High School Football Podcast. And this is our Camp Insider Edition presented by Sioux City Ford and Lincoln. And uh, Mitch McCumber and myself have been uh, checking out a few practices here um, in Northwest Iowa. Um, we're just a few days into it here, and uh, we're going to continue to cover some teams. But, uh, Mitch, let's go ahead and uh, make mention of our Siouxland Sports Insider Media Day event that took place uh, a little over a week ago. And uh, really appreciate all the kids that we invited coming in, uh, making it happen. And uh, just really enjoyed our time with the kids. It's a good way to kick off the season for us and allows us to get to know the kids on a pers more personal level. Absolutely. And, and you know, you kind of get stuck with the, the seniors of last year as you cover the sport. Um, and so it was kind of nice to see some fresh faces. You know, you saw yeah. some guys in some uniforms that you're like, huh. You know, I remember you in a, in, a, in a somewhat different role last year. Now these all these kids are, you know, taking the leadership roles, putting, uh, you know, not necessarily the C on their chest as captains, but, mm -hmm. you know, obviously taking a lot bigger shoes to fill from, from the years prior. But, uh, you know, it was, it was good. You know, we, we started off our, our TikTok, yeah. uh, .insider. Um Make sure you go follow that. Be sure and check that out. And, you know, uh, you know the, the kids gravitated to it and liked it. You know, so far we've been at, you know, a couple of practices and taking some yeah. videos. Yeah. Um, it's it, it, to you, you even mentioned it earlier. It, it's good to start to see football instead yeah. of just talking about football. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, we went to a couple of practices that were just, you know, um, shorts in, in Jersey. And then we went to a practice day at East where they actually had some pads banging. And, you know, just to hear that and, and the whistle going, you know, it, it seems like the sadly the summer's ending, but, you know, football, honestly, right around the corner, it's only like 16 days away right now. I know. It's amazing. Um, and having said that, we also want to thank uh, our fantastic photographer, uh, Nate Castillo, for Media Day. Awesome. He did job. some outsta pictures. outstanding work Whew. again. And uh, I know the kids really appreciate him and his time and his creativity. So thanks again to you, Nate, and uh, looking forward to continuing to work with you here uh, throughout the season. Um, Mitch, uh, we may mention of a couple stops. We're just going to uh, start at the top here. And the other day we stopped uh, out at North High. Um, and uh, checking out North, and, you know, like you said, we can't see a lot yet. But one thing was evident from me. Um, was that, uh, you know, the, this is a pretty senior-led team, and uh, there's a few alpha dogs out there that are running practice, and uh, you can sense that the younger guys are looking um, to, to follow in their footsteps of these seniors this year. Yeah, and, and I think North had a pretty good senior class last year that graduated. Yeah. Um, you know, the biggest hurdle that you overcome from having a senior quarterback is who's going to fill the shoes, and it looks like at this point in camp, Noah Conley is the guy for, for the job. Only a sophomore, though. Yeah. So a young pup taking over the reins. Um, the, the thing that helps him out is the speed and athleticism he has on the outside. Um, they have great depth at tight end, good receivers. Obviously, two, two talented running backs. Um, I think their defense is explosive and fast this year. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and you know, they learned a lot from last year. This is a team that you know hung and competed in a lot of games. Uh, you know They want that crosstown rivalry back with Sioux City East, and I think they're going to get a better game out of them this year. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it kind of all comes down to, to who's throwing the rock for, for, for North this year. And I think Noah Conley, that, from what we saw in practice, is poised enough to do so. It definitely helps when you have a veteran offensive line behind you, though. Yeah, absolutely. And Coach Mitch Moore has done a really nice job bringing this North program along. Um, he's got some great leadership. 
um, seniors that come to mind for me, Dayton Harrell. Uh, we also have uh, DeMarco Young, uh, Parker Fergan, Noah Chartier, and uh, Braden McLean is outstanding at linebackers. So he's, he's looking to put together a, a solid year again. Um, linebacker, I think he's uh, 82 tackles shy of setting a school record for tackles at North. So I know he's aiming. Uh, yeah, we've for talked. That we, we well. talked to yeah. him a little bit earlier. You know, during the off season, he's like, yeah. "That's goal number one is obviously to win as he many games win. as possible." Yeah, yeah. But uh, goal number two, and that's a very close. Probably maybe one A, one B. He's getting that tackle record. He wanted to get uh, as close as he could last year, and, and uh, he'll he'll be he'll be pressed to get it. I you know I think he's got to average. I think he said right around uh, ten tackles a game or something. Yeah, ten or eleven. Yeah. Um, which you so, know isn't isn't out of his wheelhouse at all. No, it's so not. So I, lo I look for him to break it, especially last game of the year. I think they go uh, down down to the Des Moines area. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it should be should be a good matchup. A lot. I'm assuming playoff contention will be on the line. Yep. You're gonna want to have a big game there too. So. Yeah, exactly. And you mentioned Noah Conley, excellent athlete, and. It's just a matter of repetitions for him at this point. He's going to have a pretty good offensive line up front. And uh, like you said, he's got some toys to play with outside and in the backfield. So uh, North speed um, is really going to be a factor um, for teams to try and match up against that on the outside. Um, and then flip the script over to defense. And I mean, I just, Coach Wilson, uh, defensive coordinator for North, I'm really impressed with him. I thought all his game plans last year were very solid. Um, they're, you know, they struggled in the East game, but other than that, they were, they they uh, they gave their best foot forward uh, defensively last year, uh, quite a few games on that schedule. So, anxious to see how it all comes together. But uh, obviously, Mitch, uh, you know, you always want to protect the ball, young quarterback, and uh, I'm sure they'll they'll bring uh, Conley along as as uh, he continues to show his comfort inside uh, inside that huddle. Yeah, and we talk about a, a team with just a young quarterback. Let's talk about a team that's young in general. West Lyon, we went up there, yeah. uh, talked to the offensive line coach, Turwee, yep. and, and he flat out told us, he's like, hey, this is probably one of the youngest teams we've ever had. Yeah. And, you know, going off of a, a season last year where they had a positive winning record, you know, lost in the Beef Bowl. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, you, you turn around all these kids – and now you have a, a huge sophomore class. I believe they, even with how young they had, I think they said there was about 60 some kids yes, to, that showed yeah. up. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously that's a mix of JV and varsity, but yeah. 60 some kids coming off football yeah, in West exactly. Lyon yeah. where, you know, we, we, we drove by their football field. You don't have any place to park in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, you know, this year is gonna be a little young uh, yeah. for, for West Lyon, but I think the, the best thing for them is, you know, not there's very few kids that are going to graduate so these kids yeah. are going to learn from yeah. their mistakes they're going to learn mm -hmm. this year you know they, they might not win as many games as what people had hoped but come back and these kids are now juniors and seniors coming in mm -hmm. next year it's going to deem as battle tested that knows what what their strengths are that have a whole year to prepare yeah. and, and work yeah. for it so maybe this year might be a down year for west line but it's going to be the the next year in in 2024 that i'm most looking forward to see because it's it's a young group that has something to prove coming out next year, and uh, you know I, I think they're gonna they're gonna be able to hold their own. Yeah, I agree. And you know, let's not get it twisted. They always have football players up that way, and uh, you know they're led by juniors, uh, Tate Hoff, Jackson Heiser, who we got to meet at our media day event. Really talented football players, and uh, 
they'll they'll have an impact on both sides of the football um, yeah. for West Lyon this two, year and two skill guys that are going to yeah keep them at least in games exactly yeah so so it, they'll be an interesting follow and again we'll be back up to visit with them um, but uh, early returns are you know hey they got football players what's new so um, and then another team up that direction um, Central Lion George Little Rock um, that we've kind of. We got to meet some kids at our at our media day event. Uh, Reese Vanderzee, obviously, Graham Eben, um, and then the Dankus kid, um, defensive lineman. Um, great kids, um, you know, trying to follow up a state title. I mean, not everybody has the opportunity to do that. Um, and then uh, one, the huge piece of news that we gathered from media day was that uh, Vanderzee, uh, University of Iowa wide receiver commit is actually going to be taking snaps. He'll be running the offensive quarterback pitch. You ever seen Randy Moss throw football? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's it's a tight spiral, but like, that's what you're getting yeah. in, yeah. in Vanderzee because he, he's an absolute mismatch. I mean, you see him in pads just lined up against us no, kid, normal yeah. guys, and you're yeah. just like, wow, that's a, that's a yeah. already – D1 prospect yeah. playing at the, the high school level. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but a great kid, and, you know, from what I even saw from, from different practices and, you know, different media coverage from, from the other TV stations, he throws tight spiral. I mean, yeah, he, the does. kid just an athlete. Yeah, you know, he's, he's going to do whatever he needs to do on any side of the ball. Um, you know, obviously losing Lutmer is huge. Yeah. The kid was an absolute exactly. alpha dog last yeah. year. But uh, I think they're going to be in good hands. The only thing mm-hmm. is, is you can't throw a Hail Mary to yourself. Yeah. That's the only thing that he's going to have to, to, to worry about. Right. But, uh, right. you know, he's, he's got some good receivers around there, and it just yeah. seems like um, they're, they're almost in, like, the same aspect as uh, – they're almost – I would consider him a mini Harlan. It's like yeah. kind of a rinse-repeat. Yeah. You have guys that pull uh, come up that are sophomores analogy. from yeah. last year, yeah. and now the juniors come up and make a name for themselves just like they did. Um, you know, you, you had a good junior class from, from last year that are seniors yeah. this year. So yeah. um, they're going to be – their schedule is favorable. In, yeah. in their matchup, yeah. even not having Lutmer at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we put up the polls uh, over-under. I think there is the highest win total poll that was out there, and a lot of the uh, the social media frenzy people that follow us agreed. Um, they, they said that the, the over was going to hit. I mean, 13-0 was very hard to, to do yeah. again, yeah. Um, especially when you have a target on your back of being champions for last year. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, th- I think an eight- or nine-win season is definitely in the cards for them. I think they can run the table with their district. Yep. And it's going to be can they sustain it going into uh, a deep playoff push and you know, hopefully making it to the Dome and making a, a two-win appearance at the Dome again. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. And I'm, I'm really uh, – Looking forward to that dynamic of Vanderzee at quarterback and pull it down, quarterback draw, quarterback run. I mean, he's he's a long strider, man. If he gets by the first wave, he uh, freak it might be curtains. Yeah. Just a freak so, athlete. Uh, they'll be they'll be a very fun follow this fall too as well. Um, next team, uh, we were there this morning. Uh, started our our day a little bit earlier today, Mitch, and uh, we were over at Sioux City East. And uh, they were hard at it here. Uh, practice starts at 7. We arrived about 8. And uh, to me, um, they had really good tempo today. I thought I was really impressed with, one, their organization, and then, two, the tempo of practice. And the kids were really engaged, as was the coaching staff. 
Yeah, and we, we talk about it too. It was the first time that we got to see pads popping at practice. Um, you know, they weren't full pads, but they had right. the upper shoulder pads and helmets on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, after in the, in the huddle, Coach Winklepleck even said, he's like, I thought that that was one of our better practices. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so lucky us that we were able to, yeah. to see that in. Yeah. Um, you, you talk about uh, North and, and East kind of having the same thing. Lose a lot of seniors last year. Yeah, that, that team Ooh. was special. Who yeah. is going to fill the void at quarterback? From what we saw, you know, it's early still. Yeah. Everyone is able to prove their position. Um, I think Jepson's the guy mm-hmm. for, for them mm-hmm. to, to move forward. Yep. Uh, the offensive line is young and has, uh, I think, some holes that need to be filled. Uh, but as far as defensively and wide out, some big boys on the outside. Yeah. Edge-wise, they're good. I think, you know, um, secondary uh, is 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 as good as it's going to get uh, with some some depth pieces for mm-hmm. uh, juniors and seniors. Uh, it's going to be a team that's you know I think going off of the season they had last year and with everyone seeing the seniors that they lost because they lost some really good seniors. Yeah. They lost half of a Morningside roster, right. honestly. Yeah. Uh, so losing all those seniors, people are going to kind of sleep on Sioux City East. I think you know, mm-hmm. uh, and this team is looking at their schedule can easily win six games yeah. with the talent they have yeah. on the outside. But you turn back on it, they open against Glenwood round, uh, you know, the first game of the season. they got to go down to Glenwood. It's a big test. Yeah. Um, and Glenwood gave them a shot last year. So this, you turn it around to this team could win six games easy, but this team, that, with how young they are, could turn around and lose six games easy as well. So it's kind of just a toss-up. Again, it is very early. But with what I saw out of practice, this leans more towards a team that's going to win more than – or about more than six games than lose six yeah. games. I would agree with that. And, you know, I, I've watched Cal Jepson um, grow up and uh, do, do a really good job. Um, he, he looked comfortable this morning when we were there, as did Case and Claiborne. So they got a couple nice options there. Um, Jepson's an excellent baseball player, 13 all state. Say that. Both of them yeah. looked really comfortable in the baseball. Both of them did, yeah, exactly. Too, so that definitely so, helps. A lot of accolades for those two kids uh, coming off this summer baseball team. So uh, automatically, that gives you a lot of momentum going into football practice. And you know, they're trying to prove themselves in front of. Let's let's be honest here. Um, you know, Jepson's a sophomore, and Casey Claiborne's a freshman. So <clears throat> they got to prove themselves. Uh, to the other kids, they're kind of looking at him, going, "Okay, you guys are up." So, um, but no, good, good receiving options out there. Um, young receiver Jack Ullman, um, I really like his potential here uh, this year, and it'll be interesting to see um, how things materialize. But uh, and then flip it um, over onto the defensive side of things. Uh, begins and ends at defensive end for me with Keegan Augustine, um, just a great prospect, six three, two thirty. Um, drawing a lot of interest um, from various D2 schools uh, from the area. And, uh, you know, he's just a kid that he has, he has a nice arsenal um, with his hands and with his feet. He understands, and uh, he's, he's a good leader out there. I was impressed with his ability to lead today too. So that's going to be important for them as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll be back out to east, of course. But early returns looks like, you know, to me, I was just – I'm impressed with the tempo this early on. 
with how many young kids they're trying to bring into the system. So I was impressed. Yeah, and that's going to be the, the big thing for East too is how far you go is how well your seniors are able to lead. Your coaching staff can coach their butts off, but if, if there's not accountability in that locker room, like you're only as good as your weakest link, as they say. So uh, I think the accountability on the, a lot of those seniors' shoulders and you know even some upperclassmen, some juniors in some different positions mm-hmm. are going to be the key to, to what moves this team because – you know, East is a, a 5A school in football. You know, they're a 5A school. They have a lot of kids to choose from. There's a lot of talent there. You know, we saw some guys that we had, didn't see last year lining up in jerseys and we're like, hey, write that number down. I, I, that kid yeah, looks right. like he could be a, a good prospect to where mm-hmm. you don't see that in, mm-hmm. in these lower classes because, you know, kids play when they're freshmen and sophomores right. and all the way up, and they're like, oh, yeah, that kid's played for a while. He's, you know, he's a big body. He hasn't developed all the way, but – you know, there's some – when you get into that 5A, 4A range, there's guys that are younger that you're like, where, where, where did he come from? Yeah, yeah. So I exactly. think that if, they, or if they're able to mold it and the seniors and juniors are able to lead this team, uh, like I said before, this is a team that's going to win six games, not lose six games. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, moving on here, uh, Lawton Bronson. Um, we were there last night, Mitch, and uh, really enjoyed stopping over there. Uh, seeing those guys get a veteran quarterback uh, that Coach Garnan returns in uh, Braden Heiss, and he has just some electric receivers on the outside, Mitch. That's that's not a receiving core. That's a track team. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the track team with hands, too, because you have, you know, you, you have Garnan on the outside. You have Loudon Grimsley on the outside. And those two guys are a mismatch. I would say Loudon's more of your speed guy on the yeah. outside. Not yeah. that he's not a, a great, uh, you know, pass catcher because he is. Mm-hmm. Um, Garnan's more of your, uh, I would say, more of a systematic receiver. Yeah, he's going to work inside hand. the hash marks. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's very a guy, dependable. He's a guy that is your, it's almost your security blanket. Yeah. You have you yeah. have the big play with with Loudon if he takes a safety over. Yeah. You know, Garnan's able to kind of almost like sneakily get his way through to an open side he always last year he seemed to be at the right place at the right time on multiple times where heist got in trouble and garnan's white right there they have that connection um with each other and that that definitely helped and uh you know i i think it's going to be a, a thing this year where if the offensive line gives mm-hmm. Braden Heist time, yeah. he's going to light it up. He, he, he lit it up last year, 2,223 yeah. yards, yeah. Um, which is best for second in the, in the conference. Uh, I believe it almost might have been second in the state. Um, 23 touchdowns. I mean, he, he wasn't afraid to sling it. Mm-hmm. There was just times where, you know, the, the pass rush got to him really quick and they weren't able to do a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think an improved offensive line, a yeah. veteran offensive line, yeah. Uh, you know, they when we were there, um, they didn't have that ground and pound running back that we've we've been accustomed to a lot in Bronson. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be kind of a, looks like a running back by committee, yep. uh, and it just depends on on the defensive side, which was kind of their weak point last year. If they can't stop the run, yeah. you know, their offense stays off the field. Right. You take the ball out of Heiss's hands, he's not able to get it to his receivers. Yeah. You know, it's it spoils uh, spoils a, a win for. For the Eagles, but I think this year, you know, we we looked at the their offensive line. They have some work to do, um, but there there's some big boys at the yeah. up up there. And that, yeah. uh, you know, playing in a one A conference, you you still I didn't see some of those guys at East practice today with how big they were. Yeah. Um. So it's it's going to be interesting. I think this is a year where they, you know, Coach Garnand 
has the pieces together, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. they're only going to be as successful as, as this offense can can lead them to be. Yeah. Um, but I think they're going to have a special year. I think you yeah. know Braden's going to break the records that he had. Yeah. Um, we talked to him at the media days. You wrote down on a piece of paper what are your goals for this year: mm-hmm. three thousand yards, thirty touchdowns. Yep. He was you know, almost seven hundred yards and seven touchdowns away from that. You give him some extra time to block in four or five of those games. I bet he gets that. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a little bit different with them jumping up a class, though, mm-hmm. uh, playing some different yeah. competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their their opening test is going to be huge against yeah. Woodbury Central. Yeah. I think it's going to be a great game. It's be a great game. Um, if if Braden's able to to stay in the pocket and stay yeah. comfortable in the pocket, yeah. we're going to have a, a nice shootout. Yeah, it really should be. And you know, I I actually think they're going to be able to get a little bit of an inside running game going this year. That's going to help Heiss and. The one thing that I noticed about Heist last night when we were over there was his ball placement's better, and I really liked, you know, if the throw's not there, don't need to be a hero, live to play another down. Go ahead and throw it away. That's so, just the huge maturity that, yeah, that he's gained over those that's camps the year and stuff. Of going from a junior Absolutely. to a senior and just seeing the field better. So, but yeah, he's got options and and they got some talent. So. Excited to see how things play out for uh, Lott and Bronson, Mitch. Absolutely, and we're. we're uh, Going to be headed to Sergeant Bluff, I believe, tonight, yep. um, which is actually going to be our under-over for the questionnaire today. I think we have them at four and a half games. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. A team that lost a lot of seniors, uh, some question marks on the offensive side of the ball. Not question mark at who the running back is going to be. That's obvious. Pretty, yeah. um, pretty cut and dry there. Um, but just a, a team that you know we felt kind of underperformed last year. And mm-hmm. we, are they going to you know? write the same story this year or are they going to turn around and be able to compete i think they have a a fair enough schedule to where the games that they lost last year especially the lamars game lost by one possession a really close game um you know i think they lost uh moc by one point as well so you turn those games around and all of a sudden you have uh, a little bit better season you can make it into the playoffs and who knows what happens um but i know you know obviously coach smith does yeah, a great job. He's going to have the. That's those, what I was going to say. I trust his staff. He's going to have those boys ready to go for yeah, sure. Yeah, they've he's pushed the right buttons for quite some time, and you know it's you know I'm sure there's a fire in him to to improve from last year's performance. So last year's gone. Uh, got a new okay, day. Clean slate. That's Absolutely. right. Yeah, go after it. So, um, Mitch and I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to continue our uh, camp coverage uh, with our camp insider. Uh, presented by Sioux City Ford in Lincoln. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again later this week.